0: If Eddie will offer the date, which is early enough, close enough to now, we will take it. Otherwise, um, depends. But I'd love to see that fight, 100%. Otherwise, we wouldn't sign that fight. No, of course, of course. I mean, it's obvious that you both want
1: the fight, otherwise you wouldn't have signed for it in the first place. But I would love to see that fight. Do you know what? Out of all of of the fights, people asked me about which fight I was looking forward to seeing most out of the lockdown. That was up there, genuinely up
0: there. Um, 100%. Brilliant. We need to make more fights like that and there are lots of rivalries like this across UK Maybe not as big, but there's not even rivalry. You know the attractive thing about this fight Luther Clay is on there, Chris Conger had great amateur background, the golden boy that never had an opportunity Someone just wrote a Jonah. I saw Jonah. You know the story of Jonah in Bible No. Yeah, so I mean what they try to say, Chris, don't take it a wrong way, brother, because if you've got trust in God, you will overcome that. But what people reckon, that you are a bit unlucky when it comes to fights. Your fights get postponed, they get canceled, shows get closed down, then pandemic comes in. <laughs> and that's the situation. You know what? I used to think like this a little bit about myself, because I have the security not turning up. Do you remember that thing? And I this, remember. This, this this, then coronavirus from Spain, my... my show in Barcelona on 13th of March w- was one of the earliest ones to get closed down. So I spoke to a few people in the UK. They're saying, why? Why? What's going on? And then a week later in England, bang, everything closed down. So, Chris, stay strong, brother. Honestly, I promise you, I will help you myself. If the fight won't take place or anything, I'll match you. I'll get you out to Russia, to Germany, to France. We're going to kick some asses there. I promise you. Don't worry about it, you we'll know? Have get, we'll have to get um,
1: Luther and Chris to do, you can you know do what we can do. We could do it like an Instagram live between both of them and like have it as a, as a, a sort of face off. That'd be good, wouldn't it?
0: We can do that, but I tell you another problem. You know, Luther Clay is the nicest guy you can meet, yeah? I know he's the nicest guy I can meet. So, but
1: Chris and Luther are both very, very nice guys. But I know. Also- to be, to be a fighter and to be as good as both of them are, you have to have a little bit of dog in you, which
0: is- Hans, You know what he said to me? He goes, you know what? He goes, damn, I like Congo. He goes to me, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what he said to me. So he, he, he Luther will fight anyone anyway, and he has dog in him. And it's a bit of a rivalry and stuff like that. But yes, it's just, with all in light of what's happening with us guys, we're all on the lockdown, the life is shrinking on us. The vice of supremacy is shrinking and we just got time to reflect. And this is a, a bit of a violent sport, really, boxing. I'm not a violent guy, you know? I love, I love people. I love, I, I read all this, this all these guys popping up. He's just, Chris Conger supposed to fight my kid, and I love him. You know, I, I've got no malicious thing in me. I love you all, guys. We just need to find the ways to make money, aren't we? So, um, no, so that's the situation. I mean, with broadcasters, as I said, all the big boys are going to say, no, I'm, I'm going to wait for big arenas, for the quarantine completely being completely lifted. And I want all the crowds in the arenas for me to perform. But for us, for smaller promoters, for fighters with a profile who got one or two appearances on Sky or BT Sports a year, it's kind of a perfect opportunity and for television as lab rats and experiments of what it looks like in the studio and what kind of feedback you're going to get these guys are perfect Mm. and Mm. it's all within united kingdom because you will not be able to bring a foreign opponent for a very long time because i have to pass the quarantine so therefore brits going to be fighting Brits. you know that
1: makes sense and i think that kind of level fight uh, a Congo versus Ben, uh, Congo versus Penta, Congo versus Clay, Clay Ben, Ben Congo. Those kind of level fights would be would be ideal. It would seem to me. Ben Davidson says we should get these fighters to shadow box each other over Instagram Live, and the would <laughs> score the rounds. Um, typical
0: trainer. <laughs> typical <laughs> trainer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't would make much much difference to some of the judging that we've seen. We'll get Alejandro. Yeah, you know what, we'll get Alejandro, Alejandro bottom, huh? to judge it, Ben. We'll get Alejandro Rochin to judge it. Ben mm-hmm. I like that. Um <laughs> for those who don't know, Alejandro Rashin is the is the chap from the first Wilder fight. Um but yeah, Shacan Pitters has joined. Hello, Shaqan Pitters. Yeah, Shakan. He can fight. He can fight a bit. Uh Sophie Alice has joined, she can fight a bit. Um who else have we got? I'm just trying to go through and see because we've had a few fighters join. Ofer Jones, Ophir Jones can fight as well. He's an exciting prospect uh just trying to say
0: hello um right, okay, me... there, guys keep keep fit and keep active because the opportunity will come especially these days like never before you will have this clear chance for some reason i feel that because what do you reckon brock am i right or are they gonna jump straight into the big fights like no of course they'll do
1: something like studios first and i was again i was, I was having this conversation with, with a friend of mine who's not really a big fan of boxing um, sporting icons Owl looking younger than Rob yeah he is right. um, well, it's probably one of my people i still, I, I've still, I've still I got the, um, the hair dye left <laughs> <laughs> Al's run out I've still got mine um, what was I saying yeah um, combat sports will be will be back before pretty much every other sport in my opinion we're not exactly the um, and this goes for kind of you've already seen like what Dana White had tried to do with the kind of the secret island and stuff like that like boxing mma any kind of combat sport in my opinion will will make serious efforts to get back before any other sport we're hardly um how 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 should i put this boxing and combat sports don't really wait to dance to the sound of somebody else's music if that makes sense we're we're straight in there and and they will be um
0: pushing forward as soon as possible which is good to hear can i make an addendum on, because it's a singular sport.
1: That's it's it, Yeah. And we, don't, and we don't have a, a, a governing body either. So there's
0: no requirements of eleven on one side and eleven on another side, and all this stuff. You know, medical. So that's easier. And also, in light of us missing that so much, any fight would do. Let alone Chris Kong against Luther Clay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> There are lots of UK fights could be done relatively on budget. I'm shitter, guys, I'm not putting your pulses down already in advance, no. But relatively on budget, some great UK fights like Anthony Tomlinson against someone, Luffy Clay against Congo, Paddy Gallagher against someone, even, I mean, all the UK guys. Guys, on this small island, we've got so many fighters who can fight each other. In other questions, there are lots of glory hunters who build their record on dead bodies, sell lots of tickets. Those kind of people obviously have financial value for the promoter, for the small whole promoter. I'm not talking about you guys. You're never gonna fight anyone decent. In fact, we're gonna keep you alive. We're gonna keep you on the life support machine as long as you're gonna generate us cash. I'll be honest. I'm talking on behalf of all UK promoters, so you know where you stand, yeah? But for those who are real warriors and ready to fight, guys, this is the perfect opportunity. Perfect opportunity. In fact, Rope, I think you need to start a program of generating... Who is ready to fight, guys? Come on. Throughout, across all the weights, and let's see who is ready to fight. And I personally help you and put some fights together. I'm going to get teams together and see if they're ready to fight. Yeah, and so we've got gonna... Sky Television... Propose that to Hearn Warren, maybe he wants to try it in the studio. And that will be great budget fights. They can still get their television rights money and put some fights together. Let's find our first UK boxing guinea pigs. Who is ready to fight in the studio? Hands up.
1: Got a couple of questions here. Um, one question for me, it's actually quite an interesting question that I have thought about. Jake O'Mahony says, would studio shows be a disadvantage to boxing social rob media pass limits possibly um yeah possibly but we don't need to be at the shows to do our job obviously it helps um and interviews etc you know would would be ideal i don't know what they would do whether they'd limit media passes or, or what but at the minute if boxing came back and i wasn't allowed to to go to the shows it would still we would still be in a much better position than we are now with no shows so I'm, I'm like anybody else, and Boxing Social, like anybody else, we'll wait until it's safe for us to to do what we can do, and we, we wait for people to guide us. But, yeah, I mean, would it be ideal if, if we couldn't go to the shows? No, but it's not ideal now where there's no shows. So um, you just have to kind of play the cards you're dealt, unfortunately.
0: Rob, if there's no people, we'll do two and a half meters apart, the press seats, and you all guys can fit. As long as what the legislation, up to 50 people, up to 50 people will be tight. But up to 100 people, all we need is press to have the internet and share the online presence, share the pictures like with photographers and everything. So the world sees what's going on because studio, we're already lacking spunk. We're already lacking atmosphere. So we need press there to create this virtual support. Do you understand what I'm saying? this virtual sharing, we need that, of course. I mean, being in the studio is bad enough, but with, I think for fighters, the presence of press and the teams and the promoter, still nerve wracking experience mm. will make to make you perform. I, I'm a musician, I know it's the same as an audition. It's easier for me was to perform in front of a thousand people than in front of the jury of five.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say it could it could make things more difficult for people in a way. It could, it takes a lot of it out of there because I mean, some you mentioned earlier about Adam Booth saying about Josh Kelly. A lot of fighters they rely on that that crowd energy, or that certainly takes their performance up a couple of percent, which is all you need at the top level. So if you know that that could be, and and similarly to you know when a fighter goes to the ring for the first time and makes their professional debut, they always say about how it's different under the lights. Everyone would be going back into a new, a completely new scenario where it would be the first time anybody's ever experienced it. So you can't really plan for that either.
0: It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. Sorry, I lost my momentum of attention because I helped Sorry, my ch- you know the child on the staircase, and I wanted to go and be a film father, but That's then okay. they.
1: That's okay, I'm, I'm used to zoning out when I talk,
0: it's fine. Yeah, I agree with you, but Josh Kelly, someone like Josh Kelly, need the crowd to vibe on. Absolutely need it. And um, it's a massive pressure. It's like you're exposed completely. There's no filters on you as a fighter. Mm. There's no atmosphere. And the judges, I tell you more, there's no distraction from outside. Your attention is fully on the ring, and you judge the performance. and you see yeah, you're everything. not being influenced by the crowds. 100% man. So that's the real craft. That's a studio craft. You know what it's like? When you sing live on stage and the Wembley you You can sing off tune and no one noticed pretty much when you look back on the video footage You'll be thinking oh my god, I'm all over the place. Yeah, but at the time people enjoying it But people you get scrutinized like you did within the studio environment You you not up to scratch it will be very visible. All your yeah. skills, all your movement, your punching power, your boxing IQ, will be so apparent with uh, because of the absence of the crowd. It's incredible. You know what? I'm actually getting excited about studio shows now. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting excited. I'm, I'm excited about any kind of show at the minute. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. And... Um, Yeah, it's funny because Latvia was open to do the events first because they lifted the quarantine. Then, but then they got this legislation. You can't be accompanied more by one person. So that defeats Because I want to do some Latvian shows, fly some Britain there. And anyway, anyway, I mean, yeah, it's an interesting situation. Interesting situation, bro. Very interesting. I can't say I can't wait to jump in it, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I think that's got to be the attitude for everybody, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's let's run this poll with fighters. By, I mean, guys, because we're all preoccupied with families. We're having barbecue every other night and all that stuff. I know it's real and we don't want to think about shit and there's any consequences like allegedly falling from the sky every day, but Let's put your names across. Put Send your names to me. Whoever wants to fight, let's just see them. As a matchmaker, I'm very interested to see who's available to fight, and who would fight who in the studio. Let's see what's happening. Because we need that intel. It's a data. It's a very fashionable word, data. Let us gather the data of what's happening really in the UK scene. Who wants to fight? Whom? Or someone can text me, someone like Tom Brendan text me, Al, I'm down for it, I'm ready to fight anyone. I'm sure Mike McKinson would be ready to fight anybody. He's the kind of guy who will take any fight. You know? And
1: um, there you go. There we go, indeed. Uh, I'm going to try and get through, there's been a couple of questions popping up throughout, let's try and get through those. Um, My really itchy chin. Uh, Sorry. Uh, here we go to do cerveza and boxing. That's beer and boxing. Good man. Uh, what about the what about the doctors at the shows and medical issue? Hospitals already overcrowded. Um, well I'd assume that none of this would happen until so it was you know, we, we were allowed to have medical people at the at the fights. And another
0: thing about overcrowded hospitals. I have different stories, you see? I don't want to conspiritualize, Conspe cons- how can you say that? No, I don't know want to say that. I don't think it's a word. I know what you're saying. You don't want to make a conspiracy theory out of it. It's done. What I'm trying to say, I don't want to become spiritualist, but I heard there are wards with people with coronavirus, seven, eight, there's wards, 50 people, but hospitals in general are empty because apparently there's a threat of pandemic. So hospitals are not overcrowded. And trust me, not the doctors who's serving there on a daily basis with masks on around the patients and nurses, chest nurses. So, obviously, as Rob pointed out, before it's all clear off, we will not be able to do the shows. Surely, when the shows and studio environment will be allowed to go ahead, we will have the doctors, because you can't do without doctors, you know? Mm. So, I mean, the only positive from studio event is budget, less security. You don't need to worry about ticket sales and you can put relatively in attractive in terms of global appeal fights which will be taken as a god's gift mm. anything we'll do right now correct no oh, of course So well, there you go there you go so that's the good thing about this
1: survey so certain boxing says when will that be july i don't think anybody knows
0: no one knows, man. No
1: one knows. Uh, uh, yeah, no, nobody knows. Certainly nobody that I've spoken to has any real hope of anything happening particularly soon either. Um, so that's uh, that's not ideal. Uh, Hirschbin says, guys, thoughts on the IBO? Their rankings are more reliable over the past few years. Al, thoughts on the IBO?
0: IBO rankings are identical to rec pretty much. I get IBO rankings. Yeah. I,
1: aren't like half of the IBO titles vacant like so, a good percentage of the IBO titles are vacant aren't they no
0: because or, IBO like, they, or the
1: number one challengers uh, there's no number one ranked
0: challenger it's um yeah because they're computerized aren't they no, uh, no there are mandatory challenges because Elmer Samedov the fighter I'm working with uh, who's also ma- yeah, Aliyev, the manager of Dania Yulisinov yeah, yeah. and Madridov. He's actually. We've been offered a vacant. I don't want to say the weight category, the uh, IBO World Championship, because he's allegedly a mandatory challenger now. So IBO, it's it's an up and coming. Look, I'm a firm believer, guys. Never disregard anyone when they up and coming. Don't be an asshole. I tell you why. There's a first time for everyone and first time for everything. It was a day when Barry Hearn never had no TV contracts, never had no snooker holes. He never had nothing. Same is with, I mean, with Eddie is a bit different, but same is with Frank Warren. So don't underestimate people and believe in human miracle, people capable to deliver. So be nice to everyone at any point in life. You know, this is my personal thing because So the thing is, IBO, great organization, trying very hard for many years. I think they spun off WBO. Ed Levine is the greatest, gentlest man you can meet, the president. Really nice guy. Uh, 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 Rob, you met him, correct? I've met him, yeah, and we've done a feature on him as well. Ed is a really, really nice guy. It's a legitimate organization. In terms of profile, yes. far. It's a fifth organization, considered to be a fifth organization. And I do recognize the IBO champion is a legitimate champion because you can't become an IBO world champion if you're not any good. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. And Anthony Joshua is an IBO champion. Correct? Yeah. So, you on lots of good fighters for an IBO champion. So, it's a legitimate fight. Maybe not as high profile as another four, but it will get there one day, depends. People make titles. People make titles. Personalities make titles, you know? So if Anthony Joshua keeps his IBO, it means there's a value in the title. Otherwise, he would say, I don't need it. I don't need to pay for fees. I don't need to every time I fight for it. So obviously he wants to be an absolutely unified champion of the world. And mm-hmm. you can't become this day and age a unified champion of, of the world without IBO. So therefore, IBO has a value,
1: that's the answer. Yeah, so right, I've just jumped on and I've found the um, IBO rankings. So the current champions that they have, like, half of their titles are vacant, which is, I knew there was something about it. So ha- basically the, the way it looks is basically half of the titles are vacant, more often than not, the general top 10 is what you will see on Ring Magazine because they both have computerized ranking. Um, but the champions currently are at heavyweight, Anthony Joshua, cruiserweight, Kevin Lorena, light heavyweight, Dominic Bosell, who's obviously a former European champion. It's vacant at super middle. Golovkin has it at middle. Jason Rosario at super welter, so light middle. Jeremias Ponce from Argentina at super light. And then at lightweight, super featherweight, featherweight, super bantamweight, it's all vacant. Hold on, hold on. At welterweight is Parmela. It's welterweight, it's when? At welterweight, it should be Parmella. Oh, these these rankings must need updating. What
0: does, is that... it say at... what does it say about what? Welterweight, what does it say at welterweight on IBO? Okay. Who is the champion welterweight IBO champion? Sebastian Parmella. Maybe this hasn't been
1: updated because it had somebody else. Hang on, one sec. One sec, Alvin. Albert, rather, not Alvin. Yeah, Sebastian Fornella. Okay, so alright, oh, okay, so I had old rankings, so I've got the up updated rankings, but still a lot of them are vacant. Super middleweight vacant. Oh, so again from Joshua, then Kevin Lorena. Josh, Dominic- Kevin Lorena, uh Dominic Bosell. Gal- uh Super Middle is vacant, Golovkin at middle.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh vacant at Super Welter. Formella has it at welter. Yes. Jeremiah Nicholas has it at 140. Uh Lightweight is vacant, super feather vacant, feather vacant, super bantam vacant, bantam uh Michelle Banquez uh super flyweight Gideon lazy Um Flyweight Maximo Flores Light flyweight vac minimum weight is Nokasanti joy. So um so yeah. White Rhino <laughs> looking well, out you look like shit. Cheers. <laughs> White uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Dave. Cheers,
0: mate. How are you? Oh that guy, man. <sighs> oh, what level of fighters is realistic for studio shows? The good oh, ones are be- in
1: late. You've, ben Faruqi's joined late. We, we've had this conversation 50 times, Ben.
0: What's going on, Ben? What have you been, you've been cooking, man? What's happening? <sighs> Working that bit. Working that beard. Oh, I love it. White Brian is a good man. I think he's shadow boxing in the garden. I like the shorts Dave. Proper, proper good man. White rhino, white rhino, something about him. Beyond boxing. Tell us, tell us a story about Dave, because obviously
1: you took Dave over to um, Paris to fight um Yes, I,
0: I, I never knew he wanted that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I knew. I knew. The shots his uniform, his boxing shorts with roses and everything. It was, Dave, no shit. One of the best boxing gear I have ever seen on the fighter. He was looking million dollar coming out fighting Tony Yoka. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But anyway, it's a different fights now. So I wanted to do something. Um, Zelfa Barrett, yeah. Alex uh Martin Joseph Ward. I have been instructed by the kid in Spain. His name is Musa Golam. He is a super featherweight. Check him out on Box Break on YouTube, guys. He is begging me to make any of this fights. He is begging me. He is a WBO top 10, I believe, rated fighter. He is begging me. He goes, Mmm, give me Martin Joseph World. Give me Alex Gilmargani. Give me Zelfa Barrett. He wants, guys, any of you I just mentioned, he wants you. So, but I know I'll be dismissed if I tell Eddie, I'm going to say, listen, there's a kid in Spain, a bit of a monster, he fancies himself, let's go, let's make that fight. You see, another thing, guys, let me tell you about the title, Deprivation and UK Build-Up, if you're interested. There's a new concept. Come on there now. There are much easier ways of make UK fighters well-known across the world and rank them in top 15s of every governing body. How I know, I've done it many times. But for some reason, in the UK, everyone loves a melting pot. This one needs to fight this guy, that guy needs to fight that. I understand, ticket sales, yes. Ratings, of course. The rivalries, the cities, the towns. But in terms of me getting that belt, and I'm a UK fighter, you've been built long, guys. Your road is too long. And that's not the shortest, shortest shortcut to go and fight Canelo. No. No. Because I want to be more honest this year, because I learned about many people, lots of partners I have. I've seen your skin, guys. I've seen who you are. And now I'll be honest. I'll be my own man. CES will have to take power into his own hands, I think, this year. After this lockdown, that's my another resolution. We have to work. See, so yes, the boxing have to function. I have to offer my services to good fighters. I know how to build a fighter. I know how to take him to the world level. I've been there with 5,000 euros in my pocket coming to Latvia, saying this guy, Myris Brages, will become a world champion. And people said, quickly call 911. Let's isolate this kid. as <laughs> soon as... Do you know what I mean? So, there are loads of... Our trade is full of secrets, guys, but all you need to do stay in the gym and be ready. You know, do you,
1: do you think that this this lockdown could work yeah. in your favor in a
0: way? Why tell me? I never, because, guys, I'm apologizing. And by the way, you think that this is yesterday, what? he keeps talking over Rob Tabith. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't I think talk- anybody's thinking that.
0: <laughs> I was, I, I'm, I'm on a lockdown communication with my boxing fellow professionals sorry ask me you said do i think it comes as an advantage for me i said Mm -hmm. yes expand on that please.
1: what from what from my perspective it's not really it's not really from my perspective is it
0: yeah why did you ask that question
1: well i asked that question too because people have asked me that question like obviously we we, we're in the (laughs) same industry sort of but not really because obviously i'm i'm on the media end of things but I, I look at it as an opportunity where it kind of has leveled the playing field a little bit. Everybody's, everybody's struggling. And now you're going to see, in my opinion, kind of who, who can kind of pick up the slack when everybody's struggling. So that's kind of how I've looked at it from my point of view. And I just wondered
0: if it was similar for you as one of the smaller I, promoters. Well, Let me tell you, everyone in show business and boxing is show business. We all in our business know who's real and who's not. We all know who's full of shit, who's a scumbag, who's a low life, who's a really good and decent individual. We all know, but what do we do? We learned over the years to coexist, can we? Because the dollar, the ching-ching, the bread on the table is a very important aspect. Within the boxing industry, Including television, everyone knows who is capable to deliver. Everyone knows who's capable to deliver. You know? And everyone knows you might have great fighters, but you don't have capability or articularity to deliver that. You can't. Maybe. But there are, there are great managers in the UK who's got 40, 50, 60 fighters. They can fill any show. And lots of the kids sell really good tickets and everything, but they don't get TV view. Why? Because the manager is, is a very nice guy, but he's introverted. He's not out there. Do you know what I mean? Like salesmanship, like, I don't know, like, A.B. Hearn, arguably one of the salesmen of our generation. Or do you know what I mean? Or Frank Warren was an incredible legacy. And uh, things like that. I'm trying hard. It's, it's easy for me because I'm foreign. I can talk gibberish and then blame my accent. No problem. You know what I mean? So um, that's the situation. So it, it, it is really leveling the playing field. And, and great. I mean, great news. I mean, as I said, to you, if, if we just think about boxing, fantastic news for boxing. Yes. People now understand their value. Fight are thinking with each fist and saying, man, I wish I can fight now. I wish. I'll bet now the new concept coming probably the equalization of the purses. Maybe purses were overpaid. Maybe just don't pay too much money. Pay too much money. Maybe it needs to be a bit cheaper. I mean, in terms of the elite fighters, yes, they deserve. But guys, let me tell you that the risk of death, not any less of a six-round or four-rounder between two nobodies. Then two very big fighters, do you agree, Rob? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same. You can die for 1,300 pounds, and you can die in the ring for 7 million. When you're dead, you're dead. You know, so it's, it's a, the concept. Is interesting, it's interesting. I mean, but I do believe the stables don't have depth. Certain stables. I mean, people have to go to United States to draw some talented personalities in boxing to fulfill the bills, commitments with television. I mean, we, yes, we have Anthony Joshua is a great name. Tyson Fury, fantastic, massive names. But um, he's so hard. His speculations. People try to make that fight. This is... and so much politics so much bullshit people not telling the truth one man i, I we all know but you and i we know what's going on with really. it we do we do i mean the guys maybe some guys of you don't know they take it as a serious Guys, guy a pantomime all throughout yeah <laughs> if i, I want to fight someone i will fight someone listen there's enough money in the world to pay Anthony Joshua the purse and Tyson Fury. Is a desirable fight? Yes, how desirable? Unbelievably desirable. People will overpay 10 times to see that fight. So money, not an object. Egos, egos stop people from making fights, from fighting each other. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Ego. You think Tyson Fury, no Colin Joshua saying, let's get this number, not that number, Let's get it on. Fighters can do it. But now this whole massive layer of logistics as a promoters, freeloaders. No, I'm a promoter myself. Yeah, but do your fucking job, that's all. Don't stop the fight from happening. It's not about you. No one gives a fuck about you. It's about fighters. You know what I mean? Hmm. So that's what it is. And it needs to be, I mean, it's just a lot these values is over amateur. Oh, he's a great amateur. He's more expensive than this guy who never had no experience. Is no, it doesn't work like this. I've seen the great pedigree amateurs getting knocked out by journeymen, left, right, and center across the world, across the world. I've seen it. Has no. Let me tell you another thing. A good seasoned kickboxer has more value in professional boxing debut than 150 fights amateur. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, pain ratio is different. The level of combat is different. The understanding of danger is different. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. Amateur boxing, as I said, is like alpinism, cliffhanging. Amateur boxing is with security ropes. Professional boxing, no, you're by yourself, on your fingers, at the end of the cliff. So the kickboxers are much more prepared for that thing because they have a leg kick, shin kick in their heads, being knocked out, or whatever. Do you understand what I'm saying? The pain, understanding of pain is different. So, Myris Brady kickboxer, Michael Hook, kickboxer, Alexander Pavetkin, kickboxer, dillian White, kickboxer. I the can tell huh? you, of course, guys, both kickboxers. so Obviously, people gonna say, "Oh, what about Tyson Fury?" Guys, don't bring don't bring me Sting, Pizza Gabriel, Muhammad Ali, and people like. Don't bring the biggest people of the universe, the most unique characters on this planet. You can't, because it's one in the million. Tyson Fury is one in the million with this, lankiness, weight, ability to move, understanding, eloquency, confusion. He's a genius, a Nikola Tesla of boxing. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you can't judge. You can't bring me all the time on everything I say. Say, what about Tyson Fury? What about Tyson Fury? What about son? What about God? Do you know what I mean? But overall, kickboxers are much more prepared for the serious dogfight than the amateur fighters. So, saying, oh, Pat Comic, can't wait. When will he finish his? Amateur career, so I can snatch him to the box. Doesn't guarantee you nothing. Doesn't guarantee you nothing. Canelo, prime example. Do you know what I mean? Again, mm. I brought, now I've been name dropping. No, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's true. I was in um, I was in yeah, Vegas yeah. last month or well, a month ago, and um, I was talking to Salas about Reveso Ramirez. Um, Reveso Ramirez, double world champion, double Olympic gold, and he lost his, his debut.
0: He lost the four-rounder on his debut. There you go. There you go. Professor Nepudi. Josh Boatsy, Very talented guy. Dog. Loves fight. Loves fight. Not a typical. Not right. Sir. Just some message here. I will get back to he, He's a fighter. He's not a typical Olympian, isn't Boatsy? Mm. He likes to fight. I mean, the, the reason he's been sported in the scene, stoppages, um, and that, that kind of flat footed assassination style. And that's why he's so good. But I do believe, I do believe they're taking a bit slow with Josh. Guys, you're taking a bit slow with him. He gets rid of people in the first minute of first round. Bang, 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 bang. Example Ali Ismailov, 3 and 0 now. The guy I manage. Yeah, spat with Josh, had nice spa. 254 amateur fights. On his debut, he fought guy something like 11-11. Second fight, he fought Dmitry Sukhotsky, the guy who fought Adonis Stevenson for the world yeah, title. Yeah. Second fight, fight number three, Sergey Yekimov, 18 one. That's a build-up. That's what done, Lamachenko, leaping heads. So it, seems,
1: it seems like pretty much every single, well, not every single, obviously, but it's, it seems to be a growing trend with the Eastern Bloc fighters and the world of boxing fighters like that. The Eastern Bloc, in general, they push them quickly. I mean, you look at Peturbia. Peturbia when did Peturbia fight Tavoris Cloud? Five fights in? Something like that. So, yeah, he smashed them around the ring.
0: Usyk. Usik. Mm. S- yeah. Usik. Usik. Usyk. Russian would say Usik. It's just Usik. Mm. is a kind of thing. Stick mm. around. You say, Uthik, 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 the same. Ahmad Aliyev, the same. Madremo, the same. Yeah. You need to have precalculated understanding. Mm-hmm. Joshua Buatsi is good enough to take life away with an IBO title from Dominic Berzo right now. And that will be a mm-hmm. heavy stage. Round four. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They go. Make the fight. Have the glory. Give Boati that fight. Give that SCE, whatever it is, German, all signs of promotions. Not the money. Have that fight. Boati will eat him alive.
1: Because I know they were trying to make the, uh, the Caparello fight back end of last year.
0: That's a stupid fight. Who gives a fuck about that South 4 Caparello? Who even wants that fight? Mm-hmm. Why Caparello? Why? That's the point. That's the Look, if you have the money, if, you, if you're matchroom boxing, design. Sky, you've got the money. Why Caparello? Offer the fight to Dominic Berzel. Yes, you're gonna save five hundred grand. Fuck you, pay, pay. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Big fight. big fight. Great. boom. But Josh is very strong, but not ready for that top four. Not ready to enter Soviet Union block yet. <laughs> so, but but so, then then you need to be careful. Then when you've got that IBO title or whatever, do Caparello defense, this and that, build them up, but give him a the next level, give him a the next level. Guy is ready to go for the next level. He's too accurate, too, sorry, too, too too reserved. And I know politically what's going on, and I understand there are few people involved and the opinions are split. But the fight is the one ultimately, the time is ticking Life is passing. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's ready. Giorgio Boati, his debut against uh, Carlos Mena, was as good as two years later he stopped Andrei Pokomeko. There's no progression in him. He always was brilliant, explosive. Yes, chin, it'd be up in the air. Yes, it's dangerous, but that's his style. That's what makes it exciting. You can't suddenly teach the guy for 15, 10 years like that. It's never going to happen. He needs to either learn, either need to someone spack him out, or knock him, or whatever, for him to understand that. You can't explain your little kids. Don't put your fingers into the extension plug. I mean, you can. The best idea is to remove the plug altogether. But we're in the wrong game. (laughs) So that's the thing. Lots of stuff. Lots of the way the fighters got built is to is either throwing under the bus or too scary, like a scary cat, this and this, useless. Guys, stop fighting bums with negative records if you think you're any good. Get yourself a competition. That's how you're gonna learn. There's no learning problem, there's no reason. Listen, you go through the camp for 10 weeks and then you go bash someone out, one and 13, in one round. You just wasted resources of your body for 10 weeks. You're 10, 10 weeks older, 10 weeks more injured, 10 weeks more prone to anything. Do you know what I mean? Why are you fighting people like this? Fight someone half decent. Give yourself 60% of a chance. That's all. And you always prevail. In your seventh or eighth fight, you'll be like a dog on fire on the garbage field, ready to take serious names. That's what I did with Luther Clay. That's exactly how I've done with Luther Clay. I took Luther to Abkhazia because it was my friend's show and I was guaranteed that refereeing, judging, will be unbiased. But I was involved in overthrowing in the old Russian Federation, I'll be honest with you, just as an advisor saying, yes, I really supported new Federation and everything. But those guys who were there, they were all comers all timers And that Luther's Clay's loss was a revenge to me for getting involved into the Russian boxing politics. I know that. I've been told that. But that one loss, which is not real on Luther's record, straight away put idiots, matchmakers, into the false sense of security. Oh, this guy lost. Look who he lost. Basil Tabayan in Georgia. Oh, he must be, can be beaten. He can be beaten. Beautiful. Plays well. Plays well. So it's just like it's mechanics of that. I mean, people, the matchmaking is an art form, it's, a, it's an intuitive art. It's, it's, it's like it's any like journalism. You're the brilliant journalist. You're the brilliant, brilliant social media journalist, the writer, whatever. Because you know, it's not like you can't teach nothing. You need to be intuitive. and understand. You need to see the jawline or whatever. Or you can just you can see it in boxing. It's just like there are attributes about fighters the way they fight that it becomes apparent how far they're going at the very early stage. Yes, it could be surprised because I said never underestimate the human miracle. People are capable to surprise you at any time. So be nice to everyone. Again, we spoke about. it.
1: Mm. All right, Al. I'm going to try and get a few more questions in before I have to go because I've got an inter- I've got to interview um, Mauricio Sullivan in about an hour, and I'd like so to. My, my good
0: Mexican brother, please. Yeah, I
1: will, I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, so, do we have any questions for Uncle Al before we let him go?
0: Things been been popping it, but it's just uh, someone saying Andy Lee never fought anyone with a losing Andy Lee is a legend, man. Andy lee's a legend. This was the guy who could surprise you at any minute. Would we'll be losing the fighters, and bang, lights out. Thank mm. you.
1: And that also, I mean, it makes a good point that never fought anyone with a losing record. Had his career guided by Emmanuel Stewart, he wouldn't have seen the value in him fighting anybody who who he could just bowl over. He thought. Carl Daniels after, I think, seven or eight fights, he, or it was early on in his career. He had good tests at good times, and he lost. He lost to Brian Vera in a fight that he wasn't necessarily ready for. He said that he didn't feel, you know, in hindsight, but it ended up making him the fighter he was, so that's that's the difference.
0: Another thing I wanted to add, bro, to the trainers. Guys, boxers give their life to you, and there's new technologies available, new format of understanding of human body and the game in general that requires must this day and age. And I've seen it within the UK boxing scene. Lots of trainers still are very on the old boxing tradition. Just mm. you understand what I'm trying to say, yeah? There's mm. lots of stuff available now to evaluate where your fighter is right now. Absolutely, physically, psychologically, mentally, on every single aspect, technically. So this needs to be implemented more and more. But I know a few trainers who possess that knowledge, and they keep it as a secret because it gives them a leeway. It gives them an upper hand. So, look, we can talk endlessly, but I love boxing, and I love fighters. I think people need to get into the real fights. And I tell you more, the closer the fight, the more safe for this fight is for the fighters, as you know. <coughs> mm-hmm. that's absolutely true well matched fight will have less damaging outcome on the fighters than someone getting knocked out in the first round
1: mm.
0: when someone getting knocked out in the first round neither of those gain anything you just knock the bum out and you don't know how really good you are good or not and someone just got damaged there you go
1: all right, Al, I've got a couple of questions. We're gonna whiz through. Gloves and glory boxing. Any top tips for a new promoter in Uganda? I'm actually British, but trying to raise the game here again.
0: Well, sorry, where do you want to promote? Uganda or UK?
1: Just give him a general tip of promoting. Uh, by by what he said, I assume he he means promoting in Uganda.
0: Uganda is a funny place. I know a lot of Ugandan fighters, it's an interesting place, man. Um, you know what it's like, my Patience and get some money together. This is too big, I can tell you now. Yeah. Patience. Yeah. Oh, Uganda. Africa, man.
1: Rob Lawler94 no, says, Have you done much work with Frank Warren? If so, does it differ much to working with Eddie?
0: I haven't done it. You know what, you will not believe that, but I have, haven't have actually met personally Frank Warren yet. I know Francis very well, his son. I know George Warren. I met Andy Ayling in few occasions. Uh, we've done few fights. The last fight I made with Frank Warren was Paul Kamangi against uh, Harry Davis. Uh, that was a stoppage in the second round. And in fact, you know what's funny? I think it was 5th of May. And I had seven fights on that day across the world, including Chugino you know, fought in Uzbekistan, Kamanga fought there, Arama Mirkhanian fought for the WBA in Kiev. It was like crazy, but I was in Tashkent in Uzbekistan. So Why I, was,
1: I was at Josh Taylor versus Victor Postol that day.
0: Yeah, I, it was. Yes, correct. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, he, yeah. was Josh, Taylor, yeah. like
1: Josh Taylor, Ryan Martin.
0: Something it was crazy. It was like if I had personally seven fights in different areas, yeah, So, Frank Warren, uh, done a little bit of work, uh, heavily was involved with Matchroom, always, but not with Warren. Um, somehow I don't know, just ended up really busy with Matchroom, never had a chance to work with Warren really, though. No? So, don't really know what it's like. Can't comment. I mean, obviously, they be one of the biggest promoters. Uh, we were together at Yard Corridor uh so i have a couple of guys on the undercard so i don't know no maybe maybe you know what it's, it's the first time for everything i we discussed? i mean you never know you never know maybe frank will be calling me saying oh i like you let's do some matching and i'm gonna say frank no problem let's meet let's talk let's see each other eye to eye let me see what you like you know what i mean
1: i'll be i'll be sure to let him know next time i speak to him
0: yeah, yeah say, say yes i say hi you want to say who the fuck
1: is it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Al. Right. I think we're about there, mate. So I'm going to let you go. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Thanks to everybody in the chat who stopped by and watched and asked questions for Al. Um, do appreciate everyone's time. So, yeah, Al, if you've got any final words, let's hear them now, mate.
0: Guys, I never advertised my Instagram. What's my Instagram? I don't even know. Basically, where we are now. Where we are now, please follow me on Instagram. Need your support. I want to do some good work this year after the lockdown. Revitalize new. Stay fit. Stay in the gym. Let's create some opportunities. Love you all, guys. Look after your families. I know some of your fitness is all bullshit, this corona. Partly myself, I'm not sure how I feel about it. But Let's stay indoors just to make sure we're not causing any problems. Okay? Guys, I love you. Rob, thank you, brother, as always. Okay, mate. I'll catch up with you later. I'll give you a call later. I'm going to go and eat my late breakfast. (laughs) All right, mate. Thank you, bro. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.